0: 2023, wow. wow, what a year, I cannot even explain to you, or try to explain to you, uh, what this year has been like for me, and I can only imagine what it's been like for you, in fact, starting this podcast is pretty much an example of what this year uh, has been like for me, um, this episode was not part of the the episode planner, um, I, and other guests in mind, but I thought, why not end the year off with a look back of what 2023 was like and possibly look at 2024. So, yeah, here is the year-end review. I'm Jason Skippers and welcome to Things We Learned on a Monday Morning, a podcast where I get to share my learnings uh, and also some guests and friends of mine who've learned something along the way as well. Instead of the general type of year interviews, reviews, the general type of thoughts of how we approach or how many people approach these type of episodes and this type of content, I thought to try something different. So let's break down 2023 into 2023. So number two, or well, well, number two. I think two things that I'm really, really grateful for. One is my faith God. I, I love Jesus. I'm a committed believer and follower of Jesus. I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about what, what he wants to do, what he calls me to do. In fact, this vocation, all things I'm involved in and I do is part of it. It is directed by him. It is commissioned by him. Um, I believe and I love Jesus. And I'm not ashamed to proclaim it or speak about it. <laughs> uh, but I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And I, I can't imagine a life without him. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I uh, imagine tackling it, all the challenges that 2023 has <laughs> has shown but over and above that without a deep belief and a faith in, and also in the ways in God I know for some of you that may not be the case some of you maybe don't follow God uh, or believe in God but it's something I hold dear to and I'm thankful for and I, there's it, it has been evidence in my life of his goodness and his faithfulness and how he's carried me through the second thing is family 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 this is immediate family my my little tribe of my wife consisting of my wife and my two girls uh, and obviously my extended family and all those things so uh, family it's having that support system around you or around me has been absolutely absolutely invaluable it has been ridiculously invaluable to make the decisions and the moves I've made uh, I could not imagine it without having them being close by or being part of this process so 100% Yes, yeah. I, family is is very, 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 very important. So, God, family, and uh, oh, sorry, uh, all the way I framed God and family is actually one. I'm being very naughty. God and family is one, and the second thing is being passionate about the things that I'm doing. So, God, family, one, and uh, yes, being passionate about the things that I do. I I have the privilege, and I'll talk about a little bit about a bit later. I have the privilege of doing, and it's vocationally, work-wise, doing things that I'm passionate about. I'm not, I'm not feeling like it's a weight or I feel um, at all negative about things that I get to do, the vocation, the, the things I get to do with my hands and my brain and my mind uh, for work. I am passionate about what I do. I'm called for the arts, I'm called for the, the, the space of creativity. And what that looks like, obviously, it will look like what it will look like. But I am passionate about it, and I get to do it every single day of my life. So, yeah. God, family, and the second thing is being passionate about the things that I do. Zero. That's the next number. I have zero regrets for this year. I have zero, zero regrets. Whatever happened this year, happened this year. Happened for a reason, and I've got no regrets. The mistakes I've made... Uh, is, is what I call a uh, learning fodder and is the manure <laughs> which the plants get to grow the plants of learning if I must be philosophical the plants of learning will grow as a result of the mistakes that I've made and uh, the decisions I've made so I've got the re- zero regrets walking away from the, my previous business um, and all the learnings that's six years of building into a business walked away from that um, to just re- reinvent and, and refocus reshift zero zero regrets um also, I get to redefine or the redefining of what actually matters to me by all these decisions um, and, and the learnings of this year is that I get to keep the main thing the main thing, um, and which is me pursuing the arts, pursuing and creating a space and uh, innovation and thought leadership and pushing the boundaries within the, the space of the arts, the creativity, the space of creativity. And so if you hear the word arts, I mean the area of creativity that would be podcasting, music production, uh, any form of art, artistry that informs and shapes and shifts society. So yeah, that's where my head is at uh, with my contribution to society. So zero, zero regrets. Like I said, mistakes I've made, it is just what I call learning father for the 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 plants of of growth to grow yeah so i said two zero two is the next one two of my of my most impactful learnings um, of this year would be change is subtle and continuous you can't stop change it will happen with you to you and without you (laughs) yes it is subtle maybe some more abrupt or more in your face in other uh, spaces or other opportunities but change is continuous and it will will always happen so it's our job to respond to that change uh, however we choose to respond to it and choose favorably always be aware of what is happening aware that change is happening and a bit of self-reflection You reflect, okay, cool, this is what it means, this is what's happening in my world, it's changing. How do I feel about it? What am I going to do about it? How am I going to respond to it? Um, That's something I learned this year. I mean, it's like, like I said, moving away from the the business, making those shifts, the economy changes, Um, everything is changing, everything is shifting, everything is growing. Uh, In my um, other capacity at church, where I'm in charge of the creative arts Ministry, like uh, I'll talk a little bit about later, but that sound worship, and multimedia That's quite a broad Spectrum Group <laughs> A big Group of people A number of people um, They get to Help Foster their growth And just be want to go after Some things But change Even in that realm It just goes it's, it's constant People change Life happens to them So you have to respond To the changes Happening in people's lives So as a leader You respond to What's happening In their lives And how can you Support them In their change journey and so much so, so you changing plus they changing, so everything is changing, and how we serve the space also changes. So, yeah, it is just absolutely, absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, but change is happening and it's continuous. And so, develop a skill, develop a process, develop an approach to change which helps you respond um, positively or authentically would also help other people to have a voice in that space or have a voice to voice their change or their response to change or their uncomfortability to change because change is always happening and so if we develop people this is my mindset if we develop people that is not change averse but actually excited about change and is able to respond to change with a more positive or healthy mindset then I think anything is possible doesn't mean you go along with the change or you, you, you accept in many essence changes that want to be brought in but you're able to respond to it with a level head um, because like I said it, it either happens with you or it happens to you uh, and if it happens to you that you means you're holding on to the past uh, and you're stuck and that's just not going to happen yeah second thing is taking most impactful learning I learned this year or embraced this year is knowing who you are and what you have what you carry as I would say and this enables you to show up well not only for yourself but for others in this space or in a healthier way you can show up in this space so that's one of the biggest learnings I learned this year is I've got to understand and hear my voice again And not that I this is not a victim space not that I want to be looking for pity or anything like that it's just I discovered even more so it was more refined more more Distilled the approach of like what I'm able to bring to the space and what I what my voice is. So I know how I can show up and how I, where in spaces where I'm not meant to be. And I think that's important. That I I'm, that I'm even more um, intentional and more intent, like that's a space I'm not meant to be in. This is a space I am meant to be in. And this is a space I can show up and contribute really well to. Um, and that's okay. And that other space, I learned more about myself or where I could possibly contribute in a future approach, but a future instance or um, opportunity, but I know I've learned this year. And the spaces I'm most excited about and the spaces I believe I can contribute in and I'm excited about is the area of creativity, obviously. <laughs> so what it, like I said, what it looks like, podcast, music production, um, singing, performance, all of the above. Um, even in, surprisingly I've discovered more, more and more uh, there was a business strategy in terms of in the creative space, obviously, and I'll talk more about that because um, yeah you'll hear a bit later a bit more about uh, that side of me. Um, but I, I discovered more and more about myself and i become more I became more excited and appreciated and proud of my voice in that sense that I actually I can show up with with my chest held high, <laughs> not in arrogance but aware of what I can bring and also not be feel inferior or feel um, less than in a space where like, there are louder voices. Yeah, I know what I can bring and I'm okay with that. And since that's been the case, the, the level of content has obviously increased and the level of anxiety has decreased and I know I'm meant to speak in the space of it, I'm not, so. And point in case, being part of the Podcast Guild, South African Podcast Guild, which is an amazing story I wrote a blog a blog piece about it you can check it out on LinkedIn but I yeah, I had just I'll share a little bit about it I just left the business uh, walked away from the effect. I uh, was attending the, this um, thing called Music Exchange had fun there I mean i performed at Music Exchange many years twice actually in different iterations different groups was there was just there to attend just to chill just to enjoy the space to support Martin as well and ended up chatting to the one of the uh, speakers who's pre- presented about podcasting. They obviously resonated with we, all of, all the things he said. I'm like, yes, we said this to our clients as well. Yay. Um, and so that was quite cool. And then I reached out to him on LinkedIn. He had graciously accepted. We chatted. And he's like, hey, we're starting this guild. Are you keen to join? I'm like, wow. And for me, that was an affirmation just a, just a feather in my cap. And I felt so, it was almost like, a, yeah, like an affirmation or a an affirmation of of, skill set of of my approach of my voice in the space which is so cool Uh, I wasn't looking for it but yes I get to uh, contribute to building the podcast landscape in South Africa which is something I'm passionate about so if you know about me like I said things I'm passionate about is always bigger than myself it's always the greater cause it's always a, a lot of people or with people helping them and helping others achieve their dreams And so that's just where I'm at so the podcast guild gets you know, provides that tick box. So now I know in that space where I'm getting to meet amazing podcasters and content, content creators from South Africa and and abroad. But it's just so fascinating and skill sets and what and like the tick they use and and the approaches and it's so vast and so different and everyone has something to share. And we are learning and growing together and building a, a podcast landscape in South Africa, which in time can rival international markets so that's the goal that's the heart uh, because we as South Africans as people but as South Africans we can tell stories and um, it we also innovate so it will the switch will happen we will no longer imitating but innovating and it's going to happen and it's going to be absolutely amazing the type of content and podcast that's going to come from this landscape here in South Africa and the African continent so yay super super excited it's It's going to be super, super exciting. And the third thing, or the the number three, is the area of business. And the best way I can possibly explain this is relinquished one, revived one, and started one. So, relinquished one. Um, I've moved away, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that I've walked away from my business uh, called The Still Effect, myself and my business partner, or my previous business partner, <clears throat> and this was initially a music production business for short films and documentaries and so that was the focus the core part of our business and we just started we just started something amazing and we liked working together worked on albums together and just decided to shift into a business just start a business and part of what we did in the beginning was just having podcasts as part of our This a podcast as part of not our offering but just really we created a podcast to showcase some of our amazing creative friends and just start to tell stories and it's been like total DIY, <laughs> Mattress against the wall, just the works. We did everything DIY to make this podcast sound amazing and just to profile a few friends. And after meeting with a business, uh, me to a business coach, and he said, hey, podcast is big, you need to shift your business towards that. And then slowly but surely we shift uh, to make podcasts a core offering of our business. So it moved from something that's on the side to the full-scale offering that it was—that is, from creative ideation, strategy, the works, recording, the actual production part, and then, then also releasing or syndication of, um, of these podcasts—and it was a wild journey, an amazing journey. Worked with amazing brands and businesses and organizations. Some local, like Woolworths, Food for Thought, um, the Graduate School of Business, the GSB. Some of the we had a podcast with them. <coughs> we had uh, the Friedrich Naumann Foundation. I mean, th- these are just just to name a few. And there's just so many. And even some international brands like the uh, International Girls' School Coalition and the Boys' School Coalition. We've got both of them. <laughs> um, and like I said, there's just, there's just so many brands and businesses and organizations we work worked with. Too many to mention. Um, but um, obviously, after six years or seven years, we felt like it was just time to shift gears for both of us. The business now has a different iteration now, um, and the Silific brand is no longer there. But it was six years of just absolutely, absolutely amazing, amazing journey developing this the skill set of telling a story through podcasts and working with amazing brands and businesses to tell these. So the second thing which would be revived would be Kfluence. That is a business that also existed concurrently with the style effect mainly focused on managing my my creativity in terms of in the music space for my gigging and music productions because i produced some albums and creating music so that's how i housed and perfected and and managed that aspect of my my creativity and my creative output was through great and now i've just absorbed the podcast skill set into that as well so I'm doing the same thing that I did at Stella but now it's been within Creafluence once again uh, full scale full scale so uh, like just having fun with telling people stories and helping people uncover and unpack then how I would like to put it um, the uh, your um, what they call your IS, your uh, USP which is a unique selling point I call it your ASP your authentic selling point what is uniquely you and how do we tell your story the way you want to tell it so it makes you appear like you in the space that you want to sell your product or service, or just appear in the world. So that, I mean, that can look like many things, and I mean, we can talk about that at another stage, not this podcast. But gravlins was that and is that and serves that that function. And then finally, I work for the church part time, uh, as I mentioned in the previous episode with Marlon. So I'm in charge of the creative arts. Um, yeah, in our church so uh, that's worship which is music that's that's either coordinating it is leadership growing It's growing the worship ministry within our church uh next year we are planning to do an album so that's another focus another fun thing to do <laughs> um so it's music that's worship uh it is sound so it's all the technical aspects of service and many other things throughout the life of a church so ensuring that everything works and function and i've got someone working there under me as well so i can help learn and grow and um yeah so we involve the tech all the tech stuff and then there's multimedia which is a separate thing but it also forms i guess under the tech banner but it's yeah it's like that's lyrics that's all the videos all those type of stuff so all so all of that i oversee and I've got people in place, and I just yeah. So we kind of have to grow the ministry. So it's quite fun. It's quite fun. I've been doing it for the past three years. Uh, started in COVID. Uh, my wife and I just had our first child, and I started the post and <laughs> to, to be in that space. Just to give you an insight to give you, to be in that space to to do worship in the church where you can't be in the space. So what was happening? or in the church itself what was happening is I would have to choose songs create the music send it to the vocalists in our church they would film themselves on their phone singing through the earbuds (laughs) send me that video back I would then mix the audio to the, the, the the music plus sync the videos and it's just all of that to have a song or two songs part of our YouTube streaming on a Sunday that was COVID for us and then when we had a bit more relaxed spaces I could then we had a camera filmed in church so just a few of us in church or filmed separately from a church service everyone comes in we film a couple of songs a couple of services and then we take it and we you know merge the videos and it was wild and so now we having not to do that for a while so that's good so that's my function so yeah and then the third thing is I've launched. So this is also my. I hate this time. I took a break after f- uh, moving away from Stella. Is starting a new thing, which is called GK Consortium. So this is a business to business. uh Most well, we focus really on masterclass and learnings and trainings to help businesses grow. And so I'm head of creative in that space, obviously. <laughs> um, and so I get to we mainly we deal with podcasts and training and learning and also to f- finding your voice. And branding, it. so that's the approach, particularly with GK Consortium. I work with two other business partners or other directors in the company, uh, and they have different functions within the company as well. But my focus is really on the head, I'm head of creative, and so it's fresh. We in fact, look how cool this is. We had f- we launched a business. We met everything out. our first client was uh, was Stellenbosch Small Business Academy, and we took them through a masterclass, which is absolutely amazing and be pitching for a few more uh, but it was so amazing to work with small businesses there was like i think 12 or 13 small businesses some are budding in terms of just an idea others already had their business on the go but it was so amazing just to engage with them and and help them just add to finding their voice um and pitch get ready for pitching and it was really really cool so super super excited for this entity um and so if you're wondering, like, how do you fit all these things, how do you manage all these things, these three entities, these businesses are quite refined and quite focused, which allows me the headspace and the space to have my fingers in the mini pies because it's not all businesses all the time. Well, one, make, one may make that argument, um, but also they're very distinct, but also they all cover in the area of creativity and, and innovation. So they, it's really helpful. So I'm very clear with my booking and my planning and all this stuff. So it's quite quite an uh, intricate thing on the back end with uh, Calendly and Trello and all the other management tools that I use to just make sense of everything um, and factor in the rest and all those type of things. So if you're wondering, (laughs) I'm managing, I've got everything sorted and uh, navigate. And if there is a sort of a challenge, we obviously just... uh, pivot as they would say or adjust accordingly but it's it is quite succinct and quite mapped out Um, and we will see what happens but yeah that's the three things welcome to hack the day in this segment we look at things gadgets apps processes way of life that makes your life a bit easier or at least more enjoyable in this episode as in the theme of festivity and holidays, um, instead of using an app, which we'll I guess talk about, but it's more an approach to to the festive season, which is called unplugging, unplug, 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 unplug. This is where you get detached from technology in a sense and immerse yourself more in family, friends, and the world out there. Books, all those things. Just immerse yourself in being present in the world around you. It's been a crazy year where technology has been for, it's further and further immersing ourselves into our being and our and our, who we are and how we operate and how we live. Um, yeah, it's just take this time, even if it's a few weeks when you're on leave, just to unplug. Just unplug. Instagram can wait, Facebook can wait, all these things can wait. Just unplug. Um, and you yeah, know, a few things you can use i guess to unplug and it's what, I, it's what i'll talk about today one would be a cell phone box. i call it the cell phone box it's a box where you just place your cell phone in and there are some high-tech ones where you type in a code and then there's a timer and only after the timer can you grab your phone the, the, the scary thing about it is if there's an emergency yeah you can't get your phone i'd imagine there's a there's a code to get it out there but i would rather say if there's a bowl in your house maybe it's put it in a certain spot in your house where you put your phone in and let it sit there and then maybe every hour or hour and a half then you can check your phone uh, for any messages but start to develop or cultivate that practice of just unplugging putting your phone away for a bit and just be present whether you're watching TV or playing with your, your, your kids or spending time with your wife or sitting outside gardening whatever it may be just put your phone down I guess also talking about a phone there's also app, there's also apps or timers you can put on your phone which then like a night mode which then blocks and filters out uh messages or like whatsapp and all those things particularly certain times of the day you can schedule it do it i do it i do it very well uh, although i've had to let go, <laughs> allow whatsapps to come through because if i'm sitting in the lounge my, my, my wife is in the room and she's messaging me previously i wasn't getting the messages now so now <laughs> <laughs> I let it come through and so yeah I was, I was getting into some drama when I'm answering the messages but now I let it come through especially her messages especially her one so her, uh, her one comes through fine uh, but the rest can just go fly a kite for now and then so yeah do that with technology then lastly just play more board games I've recently discovered this amazing YouTube channel a board game YouTube channel so so cool They play different games. I love it. I just absolutely love it. Um, So I I would really say play more board games, connect with other people, get out there, have coffee dates, have play dates, have all these things. Go and connect with people. We are designed to connect with people, to engage with people. That's our our makeup. That's our design. So let's go and do that. Uh, You'll find that 2020, you'll be more refreshed and more excited and more able to tackle 2024. Because the challenges of 2024 will come. Things will happen in 2024, Do not be mistaken. But if you're not energized and relaxed and rested in order to deal with it, you're going to easily crumble in the first part of the year and it will be a horrible 2024, which you're going to spend the entire year trying to catch up because the workload will increase, the demands will increase everything will increase and speed up and you'll not be physically ready and emotionally ready to tackle the air. So I would encourage you go ahead and just take the time take the breath and you'll be ready for 2024. So that's what 2023 meant to me. It's been full on it's been wild, it's been it's been mad, it's been learning, it's been growth, it's been pain, it's been Ana, it's been all of these things. But I'm so glad that I that I've experienced 2023. In fact, you know I do this every year before the the the, the like in December period or November December period. I always think about the year going forward. So 2023 was gonna be 2023. ha 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 free. Ha <laughs> look what happened. Free in many aspects uh, and free to explore more business opportunities, but also free to just find out who I am or hear my voice again. So that was, that was so amazing. And so 2024 looks like could be, I would say 2020 more, more of this discovery, but not more burnout, not more craziness, but more of just being, knowing who I am, clear boundaries, knowing what I bring, and knowing what I'm called to do and invest in and who i am in called to invest in. So I think that will be 2024 or 2020 more, I would say for me. But 2023, I would not change it for anything. I am so glad that 2023 happened. Thank you for listening to this episode of Things We Learned on a Monday morning. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. uh, Add a comment if you like. I would love to hear from you. Um, Have a blessed festive season and a fantastic new year and we'll see you in 2024.